Hello, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, so this is Dalen and Taya's podcast, especially for you. It's just your podcast, so pay pay attention. (laughs) Today we're talking about the Robert Andrews versus State of New Jersey case was updated on January 12th of 2021. So this crime, according to the ACLU, which is American Civil Liberties Union website, it says that during a drug investigation in May and June of 2015 in New Jersey, Robert Andrews, a law enforcement officer, was allegedly passing confidential information about the investigation to the subject of said investigation. Internal affairs investigators got a hold of the two phones that belonged to Andrews that contained potential evidence of his release of confidential information, and he did not consent to search or unlock the phones. Andrews argues that this is his right to keep the knowledge of his personal passwords to himself. It is now argued whether or not this should be counted as a Fifth Amendment right, hence why this topic was taken to the Supreme Court. This case was very important because it because of in this new world of technology it kind of would influence like all the future cases in the future and how they would go about that were put in the same category of technology and what counts as personal property or private property and what actually fits under the fifth amendment i think that's i think that's actually why it was probably updated in 2021 because it says that it's, this case happened in 2015 yeah so well, I, the case has been going for a really long time yeah. 2015 wasn't it like iphone fours or something yeah. yeah yeah so i mean like six years ago um so in the Fifth Amendment, it just says no person should be held to answer for a capital or otherwise an infamous crime unless a present, presentment or indication of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land of... You know what? <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Okay. <laughs> Fifth Amendment. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment... <laughs> Skipping uh, to the important parts. Basically, it says... should not be says, compelled to a criminal case to be a witness against no, wait, okay, himself. Wait, let me re-say that. <laughs> basically, it says, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. So, the question of this case is, do the contents of the mind or these private personal remembered passwords count as private property which they have the right to search and get access to or does it count as self-incrimination and he has the right to keep them to himself so that is what this case is deciding so um according to the same source i mentioned earlier um Someone just walked by laying on a stretcher. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so, basically, um, I lost my place. <laughs> this case goes back to the Fisher v. United States case, which was 
a while ago that decided the Fifth Amendment is not a general right to privacy, but only protects one's right not to testify against themselves. Any documents given to the attorney were not under this same protection because they were obtained through normal process. So these, in Fisher v. United States, they were paper, hard copy, tax documents that were given to the attorney, and they decided that this was not going to count as, like, private property and that they could be used. But, but I mean, then again, like... <laughs> Technically, your house is private property, right? Yeah. Or, like, your bag is private property, and you can get a warrant to look through someone's bag, so I don't really see why... But they got these papers in Fisher United States from the tax company, not from Fisher, which is why they counted as, like, being okay. But the reason that this, the Roberts versus New Jersey case, or Robert Andrews versus New Jersey case, lines up with this is because they decided the OPD decided that the contents of a cell phone can't be compared to the hard document copies because of modern culture with a cell phone there's a quote that nowadays everything is on a computer everything yeah exactly so this quote says a visitor of mars might conclude that they're in meaning cell phones are an important feature of human anatomy just because they're like practically an extension of ourselves yeah which is why they called for a whole new ruling and like a reevaluation of the fisher case to decide that they might not actually be yeah just open and andrew's guy dead now yeah (laughs) (laughs) imagine he's probably like shaking his fists in the air now (laughs) he claimed a knit So the OPD claimed a narrow interpretation of the Fifth Amendment in the Fisher case, and a number of Supreme Court justices agreed that they should reconsider the results now that they have, we have this new technology that in that original case they hadn't really anticipated. Because, again, this case would end up kind of deciding the fate of more future technological cases. I mean, 2015 was a really long time ago. Yeah. Like... Technology has advanced so much so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says that the Supreme Court of New Jersey, um, in a 4-3 to three decision, decided that the Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination doesn't shield an individual from being compelled to give up their passwords. Which, I mean, that's not really fair, because, like, your passwords are your own personal property. Like, even... Like, yeah, I get it, it's a phone password, it's just, like, a few numbers, but mm-hmm. even, like, passwords to, like, all of your personal information on your computer, like, those are, like... Passwords hold a lot yeah, of information behind They're supposed them. to be secret, like, they're, they're, like, a... I mean, technically, your social security number is kind of a password, you're not really yeah. supposed to share it with people. But like, again, from the other side, if it was a very serious case and this incriminating evidence could be very serious... And maybe in another case, even lead to like a life or death situation. Well, I mean, passwords would be really important, which did, is why it's such a hard decision. It did talk about how the case involved, like the topic of the case was drugs. Yeah. So like, I mean, I get it if it was like a whole cartel or whatever, but I didn't really specif- uh, specify, specify, it's not a word, <laughs> specify, but I mean like, I don't know, my view of it is just like, it reminds me of the Miranda versus Arizona case, because we learned that like the contents of our mind are sacred and they're our property and they can't we shouldn't be forced to give up that right and so it seems unfair to 
force Andrews to like give up his passwords. Yeah, I because agree. it's it's his freedom to keep that information to himself. But then again, I get I get why it would make sense to like you should be able to take it, especially because he is he is a law enforcement officer. I feel like because he knows better, he shouldn't like be like taken off easy if that makes sense because yeah. he knows better than like he knows his he's rights he knows he shouldn't have done that he knows that that's not something that someone of the law should perform so i feel like if somebody else outside of like with a role in law would have had an easier um i don't i don't know like lack of yeah like you know what i mean so in this case, the state court, which is of New Jersey, and the country, United States federal court, disagreed on how they think this should play out. The New Jersey court was saying that they should completely give up the passwords so that they can incriminate them, and they, because they felt pretty confident in the fact that he was guilty. But the United States court was the one saying that it was of minimal testimonial value and therefore would be comp- they would be compelled because of their existence possession and authentication they were foregone conclusion which means a result that can be predicted with certainty which would be counting as self-incrimination which they dubbed unconstitutional um i mean i personally feel like even so like if i was accused of like sharing investigative information that was in, that was confidential and I didn't do it I honestly still wouldn't give up my passwords because the simple fact that I don't have to like you know what I mean like like I should just be able to testify against like you know what I mean like yeah. it shouldn't ha- I sh- you shouldn't have to have my personal information on my phone to like prove that I didn't do it if that makes sense but so now should- imagine like this case ruling made it like okay you aren't allowed to share passwords and that's like a rule in the court now and then there's like a murder trial or something really really serious that they need those passwords but they can't i feel like then maybe maybe this kind of thing should have like more like specific ways of looking at it yeah. because like, it seems on the like case. property i think it would be a good idea to do the type of thing that you would do like, for like a, a warrant, a warrant. Yeah. exactly but i feel like the, the warrant should have certain like like i know warrants don't take very long to get but i feel like but they still have those requirements that yeah. you have to get through which would kind of keep the same amount of regulation but then again also like if someone was able to wait until they got a warrant, then they could go back on the phone and delete the evidence. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even think about it's that. It's a difficult situation, which is why they t- had the phones and weren't just like letting him have them because obviously he could delete the information. They like were keeping them from him and asking for his passwords. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what I would do if I was in that situation. But, I mean... So, basically, in conclusion, this case is really arguing the Fifth Amendment. Do passwords in this new high-tech digital age count as private property? Or do they count as contents of the mind? And do they go against that right of self-incrimination or not? I feel like 
later, because obviously technology is going to get more and more advanced as time goes on. Exactly. I feel like even if this isn't like a past law now, I feel like eventually it will be because I feel like every year something new comes out that's technologically advanced. At some point it's going to become necessary. Yeah. So I feel like it's just going to get more and more complicated and confusing. Yeah. And this case might be brought up again. <laughs> very much could be. It's very likely that it will be brought up again just because this is one of the first cases like this. And it will very likely be used as an example the same way the Fisher case was in this one. And the Miranda one, too. Yes. Because that, I mean, the Miranda case literally influenced, like, how, how we, uh, what do you call it, convict people mm-hmm. now. Um, every case decides the future of future cases. It's a good um, way to, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> so it's important, like cases like these are really, really important to see how they're going to end up. It's also kind of fun, like to think about like, like what, what would happen? Cause like, I'm not really on a side. It's just yeah, like, it's a I, can, I can see situation. both sides of and the situation. Obviously we're just teenagers. We're not legislators. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I imagine they get they get this case. They're just like, oh, how are we gonna make a decision? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I would just be so stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> like anxiety attack or something. But yeah, thanks for listening to our podcast. Have a good day, and eat yeah. eat, eat healthy. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.